All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, just checking in. Um, are we set to roll here on the uh, the podcast? Uh, I'm joined now by esteemed music maker Scott Nolan on the William Prince podcast. This is what they don't want us to do. <laughs> this is what they want us to shy away from. I haven't seen you. It sounds like a podcast. In the I know. That's you. You want to lean in and you want to do like midnight jazz. Make radio. yourself sound taller. Yeah. <laughs> I'm William Prince. You're listening to the Sunday Verse. This conversation will feature my good friend Scott Nolan, Winnipeg singer-songwriter, poet, friend, confidant, collaborator, writer of Bad Liver and a Broken Heart a song that I found myself tattooing on my forearm. Someone I've looked up to for a long time. Kind of the first real look I had at music being made on its own in the Winnipeg scene. We grew into friends after performing at an Idle No More concert, and for years we sat around Scott's kitchen table talking about music and ideas and art of all varieties without any pressure to ever make any music. And then after a few years of that, we eventually found our way working in what is now the Song Shop Studio. Scott would go on to produce my record, Earthly Days, and when the time came for a follow-up, naturally I returned to the Song Shop where we made Reliever. We're sitting in the Song Shop. I always love the feel when somebody new comes to the shop and walks in and you kind of uh, start to take it apart and talk about what it was before it was all of this, you know, before there was a window in the wall and my most positive reflections on it are making earthly days here in this room. How nervous I was. This was really my, my shop for so much more than songs, man, just coming in and learning how to sing my own songs back when you helped me put my feet on the ground when I was so uncertain of any kind of voice or structure and I remember the carney was an accident I think we weren't even set up to record that's how I remember it starting was we we did the carney and it was like uh, not a real piano and we just sat down and did it yeah and that's that helped set the precedence for everything I did later uh, as a matter of fact because it uh, it reminded me of the purpose of a space like this. Is like those moments happen whether you got the team assembled or not. So singing through the PA, you know, yeah. just trying things through a microphone and just fun. trying things. Yeah, that's that's a big thing, you know. I thought it was so cool that like when everything started to happen with the deal, anything and everything felt like an option or an opportunity for me to take and. And one of them being going down to, to work in Nashville and work with Dave. And I was so used to just like not wanting to disappoint or upset people. I was, you know, what do, we, what do I do about this? And day one, you were just, what do you do about this? This is an opportunity of a lifetime. You, you go and you work and you observe and you learn and you were so supportive. And I particularly like that uh, Dave Cobb did Old Souls because it was... I didn't hear it that way at all. I know. I love that. Not that I had a, a huge vested interest as a writer in it, but enough of one that 
you change back seats, you know? So if Paul Simon kind of vibe bass lines killed me, I loved it. How that song came about, like one of the only songs I'd say I've co-written with anyone. We did a song called Seven together. That was about like the youth and Pegwis and graduating. But this one to come together in two pieces in a way, and you were so gracious to hand it off to me because you were working on this certain part kind of what became the chorus and the chant of the old the old souls yeah and, and then i remember showing you like well what happened to the oo part <laughs> and uh i was like well it's it's in the old souls and i remember you loving that and so oh, i love the whole thing i was always worried i was never loud enough playing in apartments and stuff and like you're kind of forced to be quiet and so when i would play alone the pick and the percussive element of banging on the guitar a bit was to provide myself like a more straightforward rhythm and a drummer of some sort and then to let all that go when you walk in. I remember the day it slowed down. I remember the day you finger picked. Mm -hmm. No more pick. And it was like, I remember turning around in my chair going, ah. I have a theory that we, we get quieter as we get better. Yeah. I mean, at least for me, starting in graduates, we were heavy metal kids, we were terrible. Yeah. But then we started learning more <laughs> refined kind of bands that we were covering, and as we got better, the volume came down. And so I think that's something probably true for songwriters too. You uh, get more, uh, more confident and more clear on what you're doing, so you don't have to be so loud anymore. When it came down to uh, working in Nashville and, and, and creating some of those songs there, there was, it, it never left my mind to, to come back here and the thing that made Earthly Days so special was this room and the fact that for the first time I'm comfortable working with somebody and getting better at being in the studio and hanging with a friend and, you know, doing it that way, man. There's no other way to make music. I remember when I approached Jamie Sitar because I knew if I was going to have uh, people pay me, I knew I needed somebody worrying about the technical stuff that I yeah. I, I did not want to and and then quickly learned just how much that elevated. And then the simple concept of the song. When I built this place, I was disillusioned because I'd spent a lot of money many other places where we never heard anybody talk about a song once, ever. And sometimes the energy could be, you know, it could be good one day, bad another, and it's like, oh man, that's, you know. So that was the genesis, and everybody, I think, I think that's part of it is you can you can feel kind of, uh, you can trust. What a luxury, really, to get to do any of this stuff. I guess if you know what you don't want for long enough, you can definitely it's true. create your you space. Know? And Jamie, huge in building Earthly Days and Reliever and, you know, a duo of sorts here that you can, the oh, freedom, yeah. freedom to run, you know, while there's someone masterful pushing the buttons and making the sound great. I remember before the first day that we were working officially, him and I were talking and we talked about how if we were making a movie, your voice would be the star. It began there, you know, in the pulse of, what if we create a pulse, a heartbeat, and just let you play to it and yeah. worry about the details later. And I mean, things change certainly by a reliever, but I look back on that fondly, you know. We, uh, we took our time, and uh, it's amazing. I, I love how many people it's reached. A lot of love in there. A lot of love in Huge there. Huge part of it, man, you yeah. know. So, wow, grateful. If, if anything, just thanks for uh, having me in the shop all this time. And, like, man, this is a, 
a sanctuary, this place. I appreciate it, and I wouldn't be where I am today without your help, your guidance, and basically faith in me to do things here, this place, to try things, man. It's You help raise the standard up, you know? You brought a lot of soul. That's all I ever care about. Uh, the song's got to be good, and you have to have a, a good soul, which you have. That's critical stuff. Everything else is work. Everything else is work other than that. Well, uh, I'd like to thank uh, Scott Nolan <laughs> for uh, being here on the uh, William Prince podcast today uh, very much. Uh, tune in next week when I'm going to have Scott Nolan stopping by to... Uh, talk more just like this it's do been some, great do some impressions yeah impressions there we, there we are talk about movies can't wait it's gonna be good no but thank you brother I appreciate it man yeah love you man I'm William Prince thank you for listening to the Sunday Verse from my album Reliever here's a song I wrote with my friend Scott Nolan this is Old Souls But that won't make you into a shell Be the first there on Sunday That don't mean one day heaven's there But faith without action is just spinning No traction, what the hell Like a life with no dream is Just waking and sleeping till you're dead And we're all just all Things now and then All too close to the sun Generation now Burn up the tips of our wings We're all just old Old souls In between the old Old souls You live for the moment Or dwell for torment in disguise Your fate or lay down and don't even try But direction and hunger will one day uncover and align Purpose and meaning, restitution and healing for your time And we're all just old Walk, then you run Crash into things now and then All too close to the sun Generation numb Burning the tips of our wings And we're all just
Then you run, crashing the things now and then. All too close to the sun, generation numb, burning the tips of our wings. It's just the push and the pull, the yelling and the whisper, hallucination of time, the concept of distance and some more. 